You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Bombad Generals. Matt here, and give it the nice salute. Who's that? Who's that? Let's hear your voice. Misa Degree. <laughs> Seth. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> April Fool's episode next year, full Gungan voice episode. Let's make. Oh, I gotta get my practice in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got time. We can like create an AI charge our bot as well to join us. I bet that exists. Oh, I bet. I'm generally, I'm not a fan of a lot of this that sort of AI stuff, but like, maybe I could make an exception for that's worth it. Charge our bot, completely worth it. (laughs) Yeah, we all have our things that will compromise on in life and that might be mine um, you know question matt before we actually yes. get started when do we think it's acceptable to bring todd back todd i think we gave him a six month suspension i'm trying to remember i, I when think we it was six him off the show. Yeah. yeah six month suspension i think even if we don't bring Todd back, I think we should take a look at um, maybe other co-hosts. Okay. Because yeah. Todd, Todd, even though he could come back, I don't know. I think he was a flaky guy. They were Some were valid excuses. Some were not. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should look for someone else. I'm not sure. All right. Yeah. I think the fans have maybe requesting him back, but... They are? Okay. I don't know. I'm, okay. You know. I, I can reach out to Todd. Yes. Um, he's a very busy guy, but I'll see what I can do. He's also very flaky. So, <laughs> again, like yes. you said. Anyways. Okay. That was my one okay. little question. Next All episode right. drops after Christmas. So, maybe maybe a little Christmas, Christmas special. We'll have a holiday special. Life day special. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. no promises, though. No promises. Um, but definitely after Worlds. Uh, coinciding with April 1st, it will be a uh, all Gungan voice episode, of yes. course. And speaking of worlds, look at that. I got that transition in there. <laughs> look at that. Um, we got the event schedule for Adepticon. So before we get into the rest of the stuff, we want to kind of talk on that briefly. Because it is a little different from last year. Um, was there a four-round day last year? I'm trying to remember. It was a three-down Friday, yeah, was- Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um... So a few things to highlight there, I guess. Um, the the good thing, uh, the nice thing, is that 256 people. So it's going to be like double the size awesome. of last year, which Love is it. great to see. Like it means, you know, that's why they can have so many. Um, you know, they were very generous with the store kits. There's the whole controversy aside with the confusion of like how those invites are actually handed out. But, you know, previously it was very hard for stores to get store champ kits. And this year there were lots of them. So there's lots happening. There's opportunities to to fill up those spots. So good to see um, the opportunity for a lot of people to go out and make that trip. The downside is that um, you have to go undefeated through 9-0 through the whole weekend uh, to win. Um, is it? No I think it's actually ten zero because there's one days. Of, it's it's four three two or four three two. Yeah, that's right because they yeah, stopped the, the last two rounds on Sunday. Is a two rounder. So yes. Um. So there is that. Last year we had zero undefeated players. 
Um, yes. I believe Luke lost round one. So instead of winning the the world championship, he would have just first first round done. Yeah. Um, and that can really suck. I think it's been a really good uh, development in the last few years that we're having more and more tournaments built with a structure where you can afford one loss. And de- depending on the structure, you can afford it at different times. Usually it's yes. day one. Sometimes it's, you know, in the first two days, if you do like two days of Swiss. But these big three-day events, generally um, there's been ways where you can fade one loss and still get to the final day. And I yes. like that. I think it it, it really sucks when you pay a lot of money you book out time you know if you're especially if you're a player with aspirations of getting to that final day you're booking out the time uh to have those three days and then maybe you get a really bad matchup or you know combo really bad matchup really good player bad map honestly um things just don't break your way and like instantly it it can all be over with no no way to claw back so i'm not a fan of that um but i i mean is what it is i definitely understand with all the players like yeah you you kind of have to um yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't hate a fourth round on saturday but i don't know i I don't know how the numbers would work it probably so i think the adepticon website actually does say four rounds on saturday as well that doesn't make any sense then. So I know there's been some confusion sense. and we'll It's a thirty-two player, so you'll have four cause cause three rounds is enough to get your four undefeateds that go mm-hmm. to day two. Or go, go to day three. Yes. Sixteen, eight, four. So by adding the extra it makes things really weird. I don't know. Yes. So then you do get people with X and one, but only if you were undefeated day one and then you could take a loss on day two and if you actually are one of the four undefeateds after round three you might get through on strength of schedule but you might not because two of those players will lose that's very awkward i would rather it was just like eight rounds of swiss yeah but the times are also funky i'm not sure how they're doing four rounds in eight to eight but i guess that's what the other day says too so no, that's maybe just maybe they have to put that for Adepticon purposes. I don't know, but uh, I'm not seeing that on day two. Where does it say four rounds? So it's it go back to day one on the like day one. Day one says four rounds. I know, but then like it gives you like on Friday, on Saturday. Oh, for another Saturday. four rounds. So it gives you the whole breakdown and of then the event. For the final round after the final round on Saturday, all undefeated players. Yes. Okay, that that their numbers don't work then. I think there's been a typo somewhere. From what I've Something's seen. Something's been a so typo. So it'll maybe work we out. just need to scrap this entire conversation. I think, but no matter what, it's just, I think there's one day has four, one day has three, one day has two. And then you just have to go undefeated the whole time. Because let's see, 128, 64, 32. Yeah, the numbers work with what they've described. It yes. should be four, three, two. Yes. But they said four, four, two, which... With all undefeateds, doesn't make any sense. I'm going to uh, guess that like Saturday is going to be the fourth round instead of Sunday. I mean, instead of Friday, because that's how it was last year. And normally social events like happen Friday. They, they don't have enough tickets. They don't have enough tickets. It's only a 32 person event. 
on Saturday, which means you need all four rounds on Sunday. Oh, that's or sorry, on Friday. Friday. On Friday, oh, you need all that. four rounds to get down right. to 32. Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. Already it's a mess. My goodness. <laughs> uh, but No, it's thing, just um, one of those numbers just was, was wrong. That's pretty so, One number somewhere is wrong. But the, yeah. I think the big takeaway is uh, sign up for side events on Saturday, Sunday. So you have something to do, whether it's Legion or some other game systems. Because uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to lose day one and just be sitting around forever. Um, that would kind of not be great. Yeah, I feel like. <clears throat> which I'm sure we'll um, see less of lists like teching against a specific list because like last year, yes, we saw like dark troopers. There's mm-hmm. a lot of tech against dark troopers, but with that, you lost like flexibility for like Blizzard Force. So like I'm sure you'll see like a lot more even like no all you're teching against <laughs> different all, specific list. All you got to do is just not be drawn into dark troopers, and it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but. Um, no, I think the, not even for tech, I think lists like Dark Troopers themselves, they were a really good example. Like last year, my my strategy, I went in 100% knowing, hey, day one is when I'm most likely to get like a weird impact skew opponent yep. and just get trounced because they'll they'll defeat a heavy Dark Trooper spam um, if they've got like all the HH-12s and whatever. Um, but that's okay because once... I can take a loss on day one, and once you get to day two, it's going to be less likely to run into those because while those you know destroy dark troopers, they kind of get weeded out by the other lists that they match up less good into. You can't really take that strategy um, when you have to go undefeated because you know with two fifty six players, who knows what who knows? that first day what you're going to get paired into. Um, Gina's. when it comes to crazy, crazy lists, right? So you can't, yeah. you can't really afford to have one really bad matchup if it's at all prevalent. If your one really bad matchup is something that like two people might bring, sure. But if it's something that you would kind of expect to maybe see once in the event in the first day, you you can't, you can't risk it if that's a weak matchup for you. Yeah. So, so start grinding, and that's the thing. It's start grinding. Grind. Start. It's never too early. I, I think we're not really going to get much for shakeups between now and Worlds. So it's, it's going to be here faster than we think. Honestly, like three months, and uh, mm-hmm. we're almost there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh moi 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 moi. This is not good. Uh, yeah. I'll, start I'll, uh, grinding. That's that's what the holidays are for. Time to grind. Um, and it. when you're grinding, you know what you should be thinking about, Seth? Your battle deck. Yeah, we're on, on the ball today with the transitions. <laughs> um, we've covered, what, two episodes so far? Yeah, so of, far. It's going to have to be eight episodes because we're doing one from each category. So uh, there's a ways to go. Um, we'll get there. If there's an outcry for, hey, do some other stuff to, to break it up. Let us let us know for no. sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm always open. I'm always no, open no, absolutely guess. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, today we've got a, a, a lineup that you might see in the same deck, um, but we're not talking about them together. But we've got intercept the transmissions for our objective. We've got danger close for the deployment, and we've got war weary for the condition. Um, so I think we were gonna we were gonna get the. Worst, the, the one with the least to say, we'll just get that out of the way early. War weary. War when do you, weary. When do you take it? When do you not take it? When are you okay playing it? All of that stuff. 
So if you're clones, you take it. If you're rebels, you don't. That's what I've always thought. <laughs> Why? What? What's the logic? I mean, that? No, that's. I think that's a very. <clears throat> that's a very over generalization of that. But so warrior is. Um, um, for those who don't know the, what the condition is, it's just your 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 panic from your band range band panic um, bubble from your commander is instead of range three, it is now range one. Um, yeah. So if you take that very specific uh, inspiring presence upgrade, you can get range two. Range two. Uh, but there no used one to be, does. No, it's not worth it. Don't it's take not a worth it. Don't condition. Do it. Don't take a five point upgrade for one condition. Um, no. Take improvised orders. Yes. Yes. Anyways. Um, there used to be, the way it was worded, it didn't work on operatives mm-hmm. who had the inspiring presence upgrade or field commanders. They've changed it, so it now works on all of those. So you don't get to, you know, if, if you don't get around it by having a field commander Correct. Uh, anymore. Correct. Um, so normally, like, my whole thought process is, is if my army is hanging out together, or if I'm not going to spread out a lot, um, I'm going to take it. Like then it's not really going to affect me a lot. Um, normally also, if I have two commanders, I'll also mm-hmm. take it because one, you'll have more with your army and the other, like maybe a force user, you like have more to like go more objective or doing a dive. Um, that's, that's how I would take it. Or like if I'm, you know, like a courage to army, I'd take it. <laughs> like, cause yeah. again, it has to do with like suppression and everything. And it's not as effect, like it won't affect me as much. Um, now if I'm like, if my army is like super spread out, I'm probably not going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just my whole thought process. I don't really think about much of it. So do you take it with Yoda Chewy? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I think I do. That would be a list where I feel like I wouldn't take it because you for know, me it's I, kind of other than my whole army's courage too, or yeah. you know, everyone who's important is courage too. You know, if I'm running like a Pike spam or Black Sun spam, old school like Phase Twos, um, where it's like, hey, everything's courage too, anyways, and I don't yeah. really need the bubble. I'm not. Ta- I'm, I don't need it, or I will. I will take it. Yeah, um, because it doesn't affect me. The other one is as long as I have like a commander who's kind of going to hang back. So like your generic commanders, your your support commanders, um, even like an Iden or Cassian could kind of be that because they don't they can kind of stay with the army, but they might mm-hmm. become operatives and, and yep. whatever. Um, so I'm sorry, you don't I really do not that. take You've it. Got, I yeah, because Yoda Chewie, the the risk there is they're going to die. It is, yeah, deep, and you're going to lose out. On, I got, um, yeah, I got confused by my like Yoda clone commander list. Yoda clone commander, because you've got that clone commander, he can stay, stay there. Yeah. And, you know, you still lose, like, having that panic and it takes um, eight suppression to panic me bubble is nice. That's for, nice. For Yoda. It's, it's not bad. Um, bad. But you've got to put four conditions in your deck, and dropping down to that um, clone commander is just fine. Yeah. Um, if I was running, yeah, Yoda Clone Commander, I'll take War Weary. If I'm running Yoda Solo, probably not, just because I do want to have that option to to dive with Yoda, yeah, um, and kind of abandon the army a little bit, get get beyond range one of the Clone Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just yeah, think about where your commanders are. If they're going to be near the army the whole game, 
no reason not to to take this it's kind of becomes clear conditions and maybe you really mess up your opponent it's also one that's easy to forget about because it kind of doesn't matter for so much of the game you got to watch out to be not caught out where it's like um end of the game you pop some suppression on a dude that you think is you know back capping your objective and then it's like oh no that that unit doesn't score they're suppressed they're suppressed they're outside yeah. range one you double moved your commander to the middle point and now they're on the back point um with courage one with three suppression down to two after the end phase uh, you don't want that that would be bad so it, it could potentially like hurt you but if you mm-hmm. play it right like you're, you'll be fine exactly just Keep in mind, you, Keep in it, mind. it can create gotcha, not gotcha moments because it's open information, but feels bad moments of, oh yeah, I forgot that we were playing that objective. Yes, or that condition. Yeah, yeah. That condition, yeah. That's all I have to say about Warrior. Yeah, it that's it. Super it's, simple. It, it's probably one of the most played objectives. Um, or conditions? Or conditions. Yeah. Like most taken because it's kind of, there's so many armies yeah. out there these days that don't really care about it. Yeah. Like gun lines and stuff, so gun lines, even some vehicle lists. It's true, yeah. Um, don't really care about generic commanders are just good. Like just it's solid. Pretty much every faction's generic is just very solid and is gonna be hanging out near your army, near your, your low courage units anyways. So Yeah. Um Danger Close, I think, is actually a, uh, an intriguing one. And I think you you were big in putting me on to the 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 joys of Danger Close. I love Danger uh, Close. I'm gonna. I'll bring it up here as well, just so we can look at. Because I think it's important to look at Danger Close, especially because it's such a funky one. So specifically, let me just be specific and clarify. I love Danger Close as blue player. Yes, which is why you're putting it in your deck. Because which is you're why using I'm your own deck, deck. You're blue player. Yes. So yeah. first things first. Let's just go back to how Table Edge is decided because blue player picks up they, they 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 use their mm-hmm. deck and then red player takes table side with danger mm-hmm. close you flip the table side yeah so you Back. are blue here at the bottom can you see my cursor sometimes yeah, on these shares can can yeah so you are blue at the bottom here which means you, red has said oh this side of the table on the top of the card is really good i like this side of the table and now as blue player you basically say okay that's my side of the table now because yes. i have this is where I want to deploy generally closer to the middle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's often I've had games where, yeah, I deploy my whole army in this little panhandle. My opponent deploys their whole army in this little panhandle. And then we pick up all of our um, stuff it's and we tables. just walk around the table. I remember and, doing that at Worlds with Kyle yeah. Dornbus. <laughs> yeah, I did that LVO um, last or this year, I guess. Um, yes. And feels feels good. When you're like, ah, I got my own battle deck and I basically got the good side of the table. Yeah. So I love it for that fact. Um, mm-hmm. There's other facts. Like, I think it's a great like objective for secret mission. Um, just yes. because you have that range three, you just run. And normally it's unobstructed to get that secret mission. Um, and you could do some like, I think it's um, I like love it and hate it because like I hate it for like VAPs because like everyone just deploys on this 
end sides and you're like playing mm-hmm. long table or short side through short side um yeah and you have to be like really aggressive on that on blue player uh but yeah it for me it's it's after that it's pretty neutral um you don't normally want to i don't normally try to play breakthrough on this because like unless i have secret mission it, it's so easy to toilet bowl because yeah. you just whoop up the top whoop off the bottom and and that's it no, yeah, as I you remember, say, it's, yeah. it's, it's, no, it's just it. very weird in that there's places that are so close together and then places yeah. that are so far so as you say like you can just put your vaps down in here and it's very hard to assault now um, you brought it with your dark trooper list yes you love this object yeah because i want to start close well because yeah. because it flips table side is one of the big things and because there are these three uh you know these range three spots um so what i would often do with dark troopers is you know put someone one of my whatever activations maybe in the back maybe you know on one of the corners but you're trying to hold back your army until you you know you're that's the thing dark troopers you don't have a lot of deployments but you only really have two that super matter uh, three four because you've got boba you want to keep the the officer closed for retinue but pretty quickly you can kind of figure out where your opponent's going with their army um so if they put it here you deploy right across if they put it here you deploy it right across mm-hmm. and you just go to town because speed one move range three shot often turn one ruling with respect 10 black dice with a name boom 10 black dice with a name boom you're just as soon as they say go you start shooting yep. which means your opponents will probably not want that to happen and they'll go further back which means you can aggressively move up and take the middle of the board faster which is what you what you want to do yeah um because then you want to already be in the center of the board so that if your opponent gets there to fight on the objectives uh they have to go through you and and you can just sit there aim shooting recover shooting with dark troopers from just blast 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 while they have to move up yeah i also find it a great deployment for bikes um because there's mm-hmm. a lot of flexibility in flanking like it pretty much like just gives you free some extra moves in order to you to flank faster not necessarily that you want to flank faster because you want to flank about the same time your whole army also attacks um Mm -hmm. but it gives a lot of flexibility for bikes as well um and i think you can with bikes especially with the speed you can kind of catch people out if they're spreading their army around yeah um then you can kind of say hey you left a couple units over here i'm just gonna go onto that side with the bikes nuke them and then envelop the rest of your army so you still want to you want to keep your army close together generally um against especially against bikes so that doesn't happen which means they're in one spot and you can you know if they're at the bottom of the board you can have your bikes at the top your army at the bottom and get that good flank that's it so yeah if you're doing if you're playing dark troopers into bikes don't do when you're putting down just random stuff put it way far in the back don't split up your army. That would so when do you when do you not want to see danger close? Like what list archetypes? You're like this isn't um, this ain't it. Range control lists I don't like. So again, you know when we're talking about gun lines, they're all about range control, uh, leveraging range advantage because the opportunity arises to start so close together. I do not want to. Um, I do not want to give aggro players that option. 
And also the other thing is if your list isn't especially mobile, it likes to stick together. Maybe it's on the slower side. Uh, I don't want to risk secret mission against me. I don't want to come up, especially these days with like Padme being so popular. Um, if I have like a gun line, it's hard for me to send someone out and deal with Padme. If she's just going across the other side of the board, she could go get secret mission and then move back towards the middle of the board and share tokens yep. with, with how close this thing starts. Yeah. Um, and that's by think, round three. She's probably back in the middle. Exactly. Cause she can double move. If she double moves each turn, end of turn two, she'll move into the, uh, objective and uh, free action for a secret mission. And then she could move towards the middle, quick thinking start of turn three, which might be when shots start flying. Who knows? It's true. Um, again, uh, not with danger close. It probably stuff. starts range two. Yeah, it depends. I mean, depends two. how people That's started. True. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's Cause true. it could be, if you both deploy in those little panhandles, it's kind of basically major offensive yeah. for deployment because, or advanced positions, but without the advancing. Um, so it's a weird one in that, it gives people options to start far or start close. So if I'm someone who really wants to start far, I, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not no. going to do that at all um, because I don't want to give my opponent that option. I think I'd have to, I don't remember the geometry on um, Hemden. I think mm -hmm. Hemden might start a little bit closer. I think it does. If you're deploying at the corners. Yeah, like, but they're, it's, Hemmed in and Danger Close are two of the closest maps uh, yep. you can start on because yep. Disarray, Battle Lines, kind of everything else, you're starting more like range four apart at, at a minimum versus range three in uh, yeah. in Danger Close. And it's yeah. in the name. Danger is close. So Danger is weary. close. Yeah. Groovy. I'll, again, groovy, I, lo yeah. I, I, I love this deployment for my play style, at least. I for sure. For sure. Because you're playing... A, you you're, you you want to be blue player. You know, I want to be blue you player. Love, you love it when they say, "Hey, you know, take blue player," and then I get dangerous. You're on very mobile list, um, and you kind of want to get close anyways because because of Yoda choose. So it yep. makes a lot of sense. I yes. I don't have danger close very much for my play style <laughs> which is good kind of like half these cards that we go through it's going to be mad approved and then half are going to be seth approved well i think they're all approved it just depends they're on all the approved archetype. but like it's 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 approved as in these are the ones that i barely ever take out of my um bag like the bag that i take to the tournament yeah. it's like i have i have my battle deck and then every so often it's like okay i take one out yeah, put a different one in depending on the list, but it's like mostly the same card. Because you and I still have like there. when we, even though we change lists, we have like a list, a, a play style that we enjoy playing. So yeah, yeah, a different list, same same uh, battle deck. Yeah, for very similar battle. I, I yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. For most of the time, it. that's a good yeah. way to put it. Bam. All right, but that's all, that's all I have to say about Danger Close. That's that's good for Danger Close. That's um, great. It's great. It's a spicy one. It's a spicy one. I like it. Spicy. When I when I when I'm playing a list where I like it, I like it. I should yes. say. Um, <laughs> you like now, it with Dark Troopers, so. Mm hmm. But yes, as I said, I seeing the world's format has, um, yeah, has made me not want to explore Dark Troopers anymore, <laughs> which is probably best for everyone. Um, it is. Dark Troopers 
only fe- will make everyone feel bad. They'll make your opponents feel bad as they have no answers, or they'll make you feel very bad when someone does have all the answers. Yeah, he'll bring it's... Dark Troopers and then hit a triple ATST Tempest fo- for force. Like yeah, that. exactly. Like round two, and then it's like, yeah. sweet, all right, I'm unconventional dead. warfare. Here I come. <laughs> you can run three Dark Troopers in unconventional warfare, though. I remember our doubles where we were in. How many did we run? Four? Dark Troopers? Oh, right. I thought, okay, yeah, I've done degenerate stuff in doubles. Yeah, we ran. No, we ran three Dark Troopers. Three Dark Troopers, but with Palpatine and Moff Gideon. Boba? Oh, no, and Gideon. No, Boba was in there. We had Gideon. Um, Yeah, it was a fun time. Not as good as. um, It was not fun playing it. I felt not as good as Anakin Padme Yoda Saber Tank back when you could share standbys that I did with Preston. Golly. Sorry, wow. I can't hear you, but also my wife's calling, uh, so yeah. go to break here. One second. Welcome back to the Bombad Generals. Um, we're going to continue on with our last um, card of the battle deck in this last conversa- last portion of the segment, and that is Intercept the Transmissions. Matt, I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yes. I hate Intercept the Transmissions. What? I absolutely hate it. Why? Why do you hate I it? I just... The, the I just I don't know I just don't like the way it plays. That's just me personally. I mean I can play it. I'll play it well, but I just hate it. Like there's I just think there's more fun objectives out there. Hmm. It's just not a fun objective to me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think think it's probably like upper half as far as most interesting objectives it can play out rather boring but like every objective can be really boring honestly yeah there's no objective i don't think that is like forced to be interesting um so that's a surprising take i think i think intercept is like a better version of key positions in a sense um, yeah i like it more than key positions yeah key positions two in a point two in worst, but mm, yeah yeah as far as an excitement, but okay, yes. interesting. So, do I come in with the counterpoint here, or you go to elaborate? No, 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 go for it. No, it's just an it. irrational you, you, hatred yeah, of it. You can go. Okay, maybe, maybe I, it is irrational. I don't know. Or rational? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to write write it off as irrational. Um, okay, I, I maybe I like it because I play gun lines, and it's like a very gun line-y objective. I think it's a very interesting. Um, dynamic that it often devolves into you know there's a tendency to look at it and be like oh this is a great objective um or a a very high scoring objective it's it's not going to end in ties very often um which is completely false it actually ends in ties a lot so things like secret mission bounty are very good on it um and that's generally because the way this game plays out with intercept is that you um one player kind of takes the middle early and scores on round two and round four and then the other player but by doing that they put their army more in harm's way so they they start losing on attrition but they gain on points victory points scored so then turn six the other player um is able to take the middle and basically it comes down to were you able to hold on to the middle from you know the player who won students two and four were you able to not take enough losses and afflict enough 
damage that you win on kill points versus the other player. Are you able to do enough kill points early on that then you can bum rush the middle and win? Um, and I think that's just an interesting kind of like... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what the what the term would be, but it's it's an interesting like proposition. It's like a tug um, of war type thing. It's like a tug of war, but you're also you're you're assessing. Um, it's a give and take, right? You're making choices that are going to have consequences. Where it's like, okay, I am going to go and score points, knowing that doing so puts me in uh, more jeopardy. Which I think I think is interesting when when choices have consequences and kind of lead to 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 game states like that. But um, yeah, because I've seen even can, people like score round two or round four, and like not worry about round two or four, and then bum rush the middle at the mm-hmm. end. So it's like, yeah. oh, they have the upper hand advantage, and it's like, okay, as long as I tie the middle, I win. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's yeah, and that's the thing. There are that's kind of I kind of outlined like what a, a, a typical game can look like. Yeah, but there's certainly weirder games where yeah, or you you sneak out a a, um, a tie on round two or or something like that, or you go after the back objective. You know, a lot of the discussion that we had around key positions, um, as far as like having units between the two key positions. Uh, you kind of want to do that in intercept too because you don't want to get your your back objective popped uh, late. That'll mess everything up. So there's yeah. that whole dynamic. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, maybe maybe I like it more because I don't play a lot of vehicles and vehicles can't score. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like intercept you can't really like bikes can't pop your back objective, which is mm-hmm. the number one. Like in KP, that's the number one like threat against your back objective because they can't score on it. It's just a trooper unit. Um, they could try to kill a unit, but that's a lot harder than just putting a unit in scoring range. I think intercept where any units can score is a, would be a very that's interesting, spicy, spicy objective. I um, love. Okay, I would like that a lot more. Yeah. Okay. But... So we, okay, good. We're getting to the root of it. So we there don't we like the the only trooper aspect because yeah, it is harder to threaten that back objective. Um, usually you're looking at like a, a force user or maybe like a Sabine Boba, like speed three uh, yeah. kind of move there. Yeah. Right. Because often too, or even a they're year, not like, even, they're not even looking to win it. If you just have one guy back there, they just double move on, tie it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe depends, depends who's in control and whatnot. Right. Sure. But if, yeah. if you, if you won the first, you know, two and four, then if you win one objective and your opponent wins one objective on round six, then eh, doesn't matter. So from your perspective, that's great. From the other players, maybe they're trying to tie the middle. Um, they, they don't have quite have the... But if you could tie the middle versus... And tie the other one versus... You could just win the middle with that extra body. So, eh, depends. Yeah. Um, it, it's... Yeah, back, back capping is probably a little less common uh, mm-hmm. in Intercept because of the no vehicles. Yeah. And that's probably... Maybe that's the root of like why I don't like it is because like I like to play bikes and it's just mm-hmm. like with how much cover changes and how much dice my bikes actually throw, it's like they're kind of not as strong for intercept. So that's like three of my activations just like, oh like dang, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't contribute or anything. So 
Um, How much more interesting would everything be if vehicles could score on intercept, but you had to use troopers to to take bombs on bombing run? Would that be? Uh, I feel like both of those make things way. More I want to make that trade. I would not make that trade. No, you. Yeah, yeah, no. you would make it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just because yeah, you lose more, you lose more advantage than you gain for sure. Which we'll get to bombing run, but I think I yeah we'll get to bombing run. A lot different than most people. Anyways. So yeah, intercept. Yeah, I can't wait for a bombing run talk. I think yeah, it's going to be great. Intercept, <laughs> intercept. <laughs> List you don't want to see take it. Like if if you're bringing the vehicles, you don't want to take it. Um, if you're bringing like a like some vehicle list can take it depends, right? Like true. If you're like a saber tank, an old school. It, it, this doesn't really apply anymore. But like an old school saber tank list where you're abusing standbys, you're like, yeah, come at me, bro. Uh, I've got this tank here and I've still got lots of troopers. If you are like heavy vehicle skew with like double ATST quad bite or like, yeah, like blizzard with so many vehicles and just like commander and three naked core. No, definitely do not take it. You do not want to do intercept. Yeah. High activations are great um, Mm -hmm. because it's just a body like um, um, activation number. So those are awesome. Um, even bounties, like any bounty lists are great because I think you put this a lot when you were playing your dark troopers, but it's one of those objectives where like, you know where your opponent is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so like um, having a bounty hunter, like as a threat there and then like turn five or six, grabbing your bounty because like, you know that like the force user or the commander has to like come up and score because they have to use the bodies. I think that's helpful. Um, Agro skew list like um, Black Sun Enforcers. I think Wookiees kind of like it. They certainly like it more than um, key positions because yeah. key positions you don't get anything for for taking the middle early because you don't score until late. It's true. Agro lists if you bomb up the field, then you at least get something for it. But I still think a gun line is okay in that matchup because yeah, they just go yeah. pew pew pew. And then I'll take, okay. I'll take the middle. And that's the thing is that like those big aggro skew lists like Wookiees, like normally they're lower axe. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. um, Wookiee lists I've been seeing is like eight to axe. And that's normally not as strong as on intercept, but every unit can score. So that's super helpful. Yes. Um, and I think that's a big like as long. So if you start taking activations out and you're not losing activations, then like you're you can even out the activations and... Yeah, and I think those eight act lists, especially, right? It's not like you have a ten act list with triple snipers, which is not yeah. as popular these days. A ten act list with triple snipers has ten acts, but you don't want those two man strike teams really going into the middle. It's uh, true. Echo can because he's red saves and in, in an army with. I would have to like the end of the game. I'd still keep but, it back, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like one of those units is fine to 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 hold your back spot, but you don't generally need. If if you've got three of them, you've only got like seven scoring units, anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Versus, um, if you've, I mean, a, a list that's really good at it, which is just a good list, is the Yoda Arcs list because of all the scout and whatnot. It's a mm-hmm. list that's very good at taking the middle early. There's almost nothing you can do. Unless it's a mirror, it's very hard to do anything about them taking it and scoring it two and four. But yeah. it's also a list that's built to not take attrition. 
Yeah. Um, and they're so strong at range strong. too as well. Like they're a lot strong. And they're strong on yeah, and, and they, they can just kind of take the middle, be yeah. aggressive, and just sit there. If you yeah. don't come at them, great. If you do come at them, great. Because they also have um, the defense tech to to Exactly to withstand it. You know, if you take a 14 act Ewok and you just swarm, you know, you have to you still have to get to the enemy lines because if you just sit your entire army up at um you know the middle of the board on two and four, they're gonna get blown to pieces. So yeah. you either need to like hit their lines or you need to hide and go for the turn six strategy more likely with with bodies but then the you, that's the thing if you're doing that you still have to win on kill points which is possible yeah. and when it's a lot hard, it's pretty hard to survive six rounds <laughs> like it is hard it's very hard it's, it's pretty hard um, to hide for for that long unless you've got like two aat's line of sight blocking a bajillion yeah. droids then it's a bit bit easier um yes. i think the other kind of elephant in the room maybe that's overstating it to discuss is We've been talking about turn six as when the game ends, mm-hmm. but uh, it it doesn't always. It's true. So if you get clocked, um, things can get very weird. It's one of those objectives that if it ends uh, prematurely, things can get very funky. Um, so that's something to consider too. You don't want to. Obviously, you always want to get to round six. Do whatever you can. Like I'm, I'm a big proponent of. You know, playing fast, and if we could have chess clocks in every game, so it's that not we even have fast, to worry just like a decent speed. Play at a decent speed, yeah. Just don't play um, as a courtesy to your opponent too, yeah. right? Like, um, and it's on both players, but yeah. If you turn five can be bad, just because you're like, oh, I was planning out my actions to be there turn six, and now it's turn five, and oh dear. Um, but what's really crazy of it is if it's a very slow game and it ends turn four. That's three points. Um, yeah, three points on the middle because you get two points when the game ends and it's round four so you also get one point so you get three points per objective um, so basically if the game ends at turn four the only it, thing that matters is the number of bodies on turn four yeah it's just who has the middle and the third yeah so um, force users are very good on it more, almost more so than key positions the good thing about key positions is that if you can force push someone, you can force push them almost certainly off of the key position. Mm-hmm. It's rare that you'd have a key position so large and shapely such that you, they can't be force pushed off. Yeah. Unless it's like a building and someone's on top of it. Um, whereas on intercept, if they're right near the the, the objective token, a, 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 a speed one move might not be far enough to actually get them outside range one. But the flip side is that only troopers can contest and all troopers outside weird circumstances um, where they're immobile um, can be force pushed. So yeah. you're not, you know, if you're on key positions, you can't force push this tank off, but you can yeah. force push. Well, not only that, but I think like, like one, you like if, especially if your opponent, if you have a force user and your opponent is tr- scoring early, that's a unit that. Um, I like to call them like safe units that you can dive into and then like you're engaged in melee and then now mm-hmm. like you're in your enemy's lines in melee um, and then you can just start doing your force user things um, mm-hmm. if your opponent doesn't have a force user um, so I think that's helpful because like key positions you can like stick a tank and you're like that's not a safe unit I can't engage in them and be safe mm-hmm. so yeah right yeah makes sense and it does. I, I think it does. 
Um, I guess the other consideration with Intercept is it's one of the few objectives where you don't have any agency as yeah. far as where you put the objectives. Um, so just be aware, you know, you if you're going to play Intercept, you know exactly where they're going to be, which could be a good thing and could be a bad thing, depending on how the, the table lays out. So definitely measure it out and, and take a look. One of the important things, especially look at that middle bit and see where range one extends to. Yeah. Because the game can be completely different if there's like a little nook, like the tr there's a train piece that kind of gives mm. a nook. That's a very safe hiding spot at range one versus if it's just outside of range one. Because unlike Breakthrough, your whole base does not have to be mm -hmm. within range one of that. It just has to be one part of your base, even if it's a millimeter, you're scoring. Yeah. Yeah. To take an extreme example, let's say there's like a wall. Yeah. If that wall is just outside range one of the intercept point, you have to come around the wall to score, um, which might mean you're in the open too. Maybe that's the only terrain piece there. Versus if it's inside range one, there might be a spot to put two, three, four, who knows, unit. Because you, do, yeah, you don't need line of sight to the Exactly, that can't be shot at. So yep. the terrain um, can be huge for that. Yeah, it can. Now, like, what deployments would you take? Like, or what deployments would you want to see and not want to see? For me, like, I wouldn't want to see battle lines for this. I'm fine with battle lines. Actually, this is one of the ones... Well, it depends what you're running, too, right? Yeah. Um, if you're if you're running, like, a gun line, I probably don't want to play battle lines. But if it's battle lines intercept, I'm fine with that. Because it kind of... You kind of end up with a longer um, attack that way. Because... Yeah. You don't want to go for both side intercept points. The far, you know, you, you want to take a side in the middle. If you yep. split up your army, you're going to get toasted. So that usually leads to one player picking one side and the other player picks the other side. And you kind of start a little farther away from each other, which I like as a gunline player. So depends depends what you're going for. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. If I play you, man, I'm not going to do that. If you pick okay, one side, I'm picking that side too. <laughs> Okay. Good. Good. We'll good. make a, we'll what play I'm a, a three by three or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I there's not a lot where you don't want to play it. Honestly, that's fair. That's um, fair. I'd say pro like if you're against it, you probably don't want to see it on. It, again, it kind of depends on the lists and what they're designed to do. But like hemmed in, you look at it and you're like, oh, maybe I can like split up my army and go for the two side ones because you know if I'm red player because blue player starts in the middle. Um, but then they'll just turn their whole army and destroy half of your army and, and, and that's it. Yeah. So I think hemmed in is pretty bad because you kind of have to start to one side and then the blue player gets such a big advantage because they're basically scoring from deployment on the middle. Yeah. They just start so close. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, on the flip side, if you're a blue player, you really want that. I think this, this array is kind of just the crazy deployment. Yeah, um, I think I a disarray it. intercept game gets very interesting very quickly. It does. Um, but in under certain certain circumstances, I think there's better objectives to play with disarray. Yeah, uh, if you want a crazy time. <laughs> but, disarray uh, vaps. <laughs> yes, disarray vaps is the best vaps game you'll ever play. It's so exciting. It's so great. I love it. Oh man, I can't wait for that discussion. This could be great. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, no, like, we can't we can't pair those together though because I'm going to go on a 20 minute rant about VAPS um, and disarray is a lot to talk have about. We've got to pair no, VAPS with vanilla stuff. That's true. Yeah. Yep. 
Maybe yeah. that'll be that'll be part of the Christmas present episode. <laughs> Matt's rant on vaps while Todd sits and nods. Merry Christmas, you yeah. filthy animals. <laughs> Oh, my, my. Miss be loving the vaps. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, before we go too off the rails, anything else for Intercept to discuss? I think those are the main No, ones. I don't think so. No. Yeah. So, no. yeah, maybe maybe one day they'll, they'll switch up the objective cards and, and they'll change Intercept to I everyone's I thought you were doing your charger because... voice right there. Oh, no, no, no. That was just me getting excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well... It's sometimes I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I start saying things ironically, like dumb expressions. But then I just start saying them normally because I'm so used to saying them ironically, um, trying to That's be dumb. Fair. That's fair. I don't want to, that to happen with the Gungan voice. I don't want to just start do it so often as a joke that I just start doing it. In you my just start life. doing it. You just yeah. oh man, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. Tragic. <laughs> funny for you. Tragic for me. Yeah. But. Well, I think um, that's all we got yeah. for today's episode. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're doing, um, use the Gungan voice wisely, but still remember to stay Gungan. This has been the Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bob Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.